Yo, 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 we live on location with another tap-in. These playoffs is heating up, Black. They getting crazy out here, man. To kick it off, man, we got a game seven on the horizon. But, but, but tonight, we got a few game sixes. But bigger than any of that, last night, man, Denver became the first team to move on to the conference finals as they beat the Suns down 125 to 100. But it really was a little bit worse than that. Like, Black, what, is it time to stop disrespecting and put some respect on the Denver Nuggets name, bro? Is it is it finally time? Because you, if we remember coming into the season, it, it, they wasn't getting the. I mean, in the playoffs, not the season, the playoffs, they wasn't getting the proper respect. I feel. What you what you think? I think it's time to uh, stop disrespecting them. They came in to handle business. Uh, they look like the number one team the whole series. Uh, they were playing against uh, the dynamic duo that uh, that tried them a little bit, you know, but they wind up taking care of business. I think it's time to not uh, disrespect them. Like, they have a deep team, one of the deepest teams in the NBA. I've been saying it all year. And I think uh, the Suns just, the problems they had just caught up with them. Losing DeAndre Aiden right before game six, that was a real problem. And like I say, they dealt. They depth, the guys that really know their roles and know they finna play these specific minutes, whether it's 15, whether it's 20 minutes, all that caught up with them at the end of that game. And um, Denver came in and punched them dead in the mouth and, and finished it on off. I'll be interested to see if DeAndre Aiden returns. I don't see him coming back. I remember, if you remember from last season, whatever happened at the end of the playoff, when he, when we first saw DeAndre Aiden in preseason, and they interviewed one of the first things we we saw him say was that he hadn't talked to Monty Williams, and so that to me that yeah. was that was the obvious problem. They had the comp, you know, the contract dispute or whatever that was, and you know he made comments that was kind of like what on that. It wasn't like you know every, I felt like. That situation was never settled. Peeked his head out here and there, but I think overall, I think that situation, and I'm not pointing the blame at DeAndre because I think he's a good young player and he still has a chance to, you know, he's a max player. Sometimes, you know how it is, Black, the, your time run out of the team. It just don't work there no more for whatever reason. And I think he still can go somewhere and, and be big time for somebody. And I think... Phoenix can get a haul for him. He's a max player where you could get some depth and you could get some other pieces that they need to help their team and make a run for it next year. But I'll be surprised to see if he returns after the end of the last year and this whole season and the way it ends this year. I'll be I'll be paying close attention, but I don't think Aiden will return. Yeah, I think his uh man, the, his body language shows it. Been showing it all all season and and it really showed it within these playoffs that they just not on the same page. Uh, it don't look good. I, I'd be surprised that he still be on that team and they don't trade him. But uh, I don't see him being there either. Yeah, man. They, they, Denver took care of business, man. Closed this thing out. I think KD not being there, you know, they didn't have the proper time to, to really get on the same page and to get that cohesiveness that you really need to make a deep, deep run. CP getting hurt is obviously huge. You know what I'm saying? Aiden being hurt the last game was huge. But aside from that, man, I think, you know, they're they going to look to go retool this this summer. And they're going to be a hell of a team when they, you know, when they get some extra pieces and you get D-Book and KD and CP in a full training camp and, and they get a chance to really game plan what they want to do and how they want to play. It's going to be it's going to be tough. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be a good team uh, for next year. Uh, 
They're gonna retool, get some guys in place, get a, a nice bench going, some um some guys to help them out and uh some defenders over there. And um I think they're gonna be good. Man, moving on to this Boston Philly game, man. Last night, hey man, look. I don't know, Black. Philly, Philly, Philly could have made a fatal flaw. I felt like they had that game last night. They had they were in control. You know, they had they had uh Tatum in check. He had a slow start, really didn't play well until the fourth quarter, which was amazing. I'll talk about that later. But um just tell me what you saw out of Philly, man. Like how did this is my question, right? This is the biggest thing for me. How does the big Philly, the, the the MVP of the league, how does he not get the ball for like three, four, five minutes down the stretch, bro? He didn't shoot but one shot in the last four, yeah. five, six minutes or something. And this is the yeah. MVP. He had 26 and 10. He was hooping. Like, but to me, that's a that's like, yo, first of all, big, big, big fella himself. You gotta be vocal. You at some point you gotta say, give me the damn ball. Then that 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 blame falls to the to the coaches, to the head and the assistants. You know how it go in this situation. Like somebody's supposed to get, hey man, get big fella the ball. Time out, hold on. He ain't had the ball in this many plays and all hell break loose. Let's get him the ball. So for that to not happen, I was I was super confused. Then he came out in the press conference and said it. So that let me know, like, all right, he know, like, what's up? Man, it was the same thing that I felt uh when Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Love saved saved the Lakers. Lonnie Love. Uh, the other night, uh, it was just baffling me that they didn't give AD the ball, and it was the same way with with this situation. It was, it was just baffling me. They looked undecisive for the last seven minutes of that fourth quarter. They looked like they didn't know what they was gonna do, what they was gonna run, who was gonna take the shot, how they were gonna take it. They was getting deep into the shot clock, and they were steady getting deep into the shot clock. And they gave time for that monster on the other end to wake up. You know what I'm saying? And when that monster woke up, man, he he ran them off. He hit like four threes in a row, and uh, he 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 woke on up. But like they just was real undecisive at the end of the game. And when you undecisive and you got a, a caliber player like an MVP and he's your center, you got to just get him the ball and just let him draw the double team, and then he gets you the open shot. I feel like they made the game hard. It should have been simple. It should have been, I whether you don't run no play and you just give it to him on the box and cut through and spread the floor, you that's what you do. Like, I felt like they were just real undecisive. They didn't really know what they do, and they gave the opportunity for the Celtics to get their momentum back when they came back in the game and, and took the lead. Yeah, man, like, I got a couple shout-outs early right now. A couple shout-outs. Shout-out Marcus Smart, dog. Because Marcus Smart was hooping. The whole time, like like we talking about, you know, Tatum had a slow start, didn't really do nothing for the first three quarters. Marcus Smart was huge. You know what I'm saying? He was out there hooping. Jalen Brown's been been pretty consistent with his uh, output and impact on the game. But shout-out to, to Tatum, bro. Like, how, like, as a former player, Black, you know how tough it is to be struggling that bad. He was struggling. 0 for 10, 0 for 11, whatever it is. It ended up 1 for whatever. When then coming into that fourth quarter, like the one thing I take my hat off to him about, because all while he was struggling, that didn't impact his rebounding. That didn't impact his making plays and making the right play and staying mentally locked into the game. And 
for you to be able to come through, because you know how it is for some, especially the, especially those special guys. You heard them after the game. Humbly, I'm one of the best players in the world. You feel me? Like, I talk your talk, Jay. You are. You know what I'm saying? And, like, those type of dudes, it, sometimes it just take them to see that one shot go through. And like you said, he hit that one. Next thing you know, he didn't hit four in a row. And next thing you know, now you got 16 in the fourth, and you didn't help your team. And it, now it's looking crazy for Philly. And it's like, you got to respect that, dog, for a dude, you know, that level, that stature, and that type of environment, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to stick with it and not let go of the rope and not hide from the ball and to keep coming and keep going and trying to deliver for your team and finally to push through it. That was big-time stuff, Jay Tatum. So salute to that. Yeah, that uh, that's just a crazy series to see uh the road team win two games on the road uh, on both sides. Hey, we got a game seven, crazy. man. We got a game seven. Uh, you don't know what's gonna happen. I'm looking forward to this game seven. Like I say, I got Celtics in this series. If the Celtics give in on their home court, man, well they're gonna have it's gonna be a long off season for them guys. But I'm rooting for my guy Tatum, rooting for Jalen Brown, rooting for them to do their thing. So uh I think they will. That's we're gonna see. We're gonna see. It's gonna be exciting. Big Big Philly gonna get that ball next game. So we're gonna see. Moving on, man. We got game six. Miami in New York. And this game here, this game here is down in South Beach, Black. You know, they everybody's been a lot of talk about energy laps, energy being sapped down in South Beach and this and that. Game six, Jimmy Buckets in the in the in the heat, waiting for him down on South Beach tonight. I, I'ma say this. I don't know. I don't think I told you from the beginning, I said I don't know if the Knicks can beat them three straight times. Remember I said that. So mm-hmm. I, I still stand by that, man. I feel like they got that, you know, it's a tough situation and I'm not sure if like like the way that it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take let me say it's gonna take a lot to go out here and knock them out in Miami because I know no way in hell do they want to go back to New York City and back to that garden. If the Knicks can get the series back to the garden for a game, so New York might explode. I'm not going to lie to you. They might not be able to keep the roof on top of that joint. They get to a game. So what what you think in this series, Black? Yeah, I think it's over with. Uh, I think the Miami Heat is just going to handle it and just take it home. You know, they uh, one thing about the Heat, they've been consistent whether they lose or win playing hard and consistent or making it a game. And I feel like it's going to be no short of this. It's going to take, like, everything for them to get up out of Miami. So only way they can get up out of Miami is if Brunson or Randall just go for a Jimmy Butler game, a 50-point game, and I don't really see that happening. And I just feel like Miami is going to really just take it over and just get up out of there and uh, prepare for the conference finals. We're about to see that game in six is tonight. Golden State Warriors and the L.A. Lakers, man. The Lakers up 3-2 in this thing. Game six in L.A., but the but the Warriors did live the fight another day. They was three, down 3-1. They got game five in, in the Chase Center. Now they go back to L.A. Is it over, Black? Is this the last game of the Warriors' season? I don't know. Like, I'm going to stick to what I uh, initially – the team I initially went with, the team I initially went with was the Golden State Warriors. Hey. I don't want to uh, flip-flop in the middle of the series. But I want to give a shout-out to Draymond Green that last game. The energy that he brought, the energy that he brought last game and the way he played and the, the, the will that he made sure his team was going to come and play hard yeah. and 
and make sure to fight just in case the Lakers came in there on some let's get them let's get them done now type shit. I feel like Draymond Green man played a, a terrific game. Shout out to him. Shout out to his fight, his heart, everything, his competitiveness that he got up in him. Uh, but tonight is gonna be one. It's gonna be one. And um, like I say, I'm gonna stick to Golden State because I picked them. I don't want to flip flop and hop on the bandwagon. I do that too. Not. I I I stick to the script, but it's whew, it's gonna be a big one tonight, man. Like uh, they need they need. But LA can't let them out of LA. They That's can't what I'm saying. LA LA got a LA got to look. They gotta they gotta they gotta somehow get this one. Like Brian gotta cut it. Like cause he, in my opinion, Brian can't wait on nobody tonight. Like how had the one the couple games he kind of surveyed and let see who mm-hmm. doing. Nah, he gotta. Brian got to go have an all-time scoring type game, like where he come in and he he makes his presence felt and he trying to do as much as he can to put to paint his story on the on the game. And because you can't wait on nobody else, everybody else sometimes they so sometimes they don't. Like you the driving force, you got to be the driving force tonight to shut this thing down so you don't get no more games and you ain't chancing no injuries or fatigue or nothing. You just Denver waiting on you now. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't need to extend this thing out no more. They ain't extending it out no more. You don't want them to get that type of rest. So, plus with LeBron being 20th year, AD being, you know, sometimes injury prone and stuff like that, you want to shut this thing down and finish it out, close it out, be done with it. You need LeBron and AD really, you know? I mean, we've been saying mm-hmm. AD the whole time. I'm just saying if I'm Brian, I'm not waiting on him. I'm like, get with me or get gone, I'm about to taking us. If you ain't gonna get on with us, then you just gonna be dragging on, but I'm taking us, like, so they need, they need Brian to go crazy today. Yeah, I, I I don't think the Lakers can afford to let Golden State out of LA to go back to Chase Arena. I, I think they don't, they can't afford that. Uh, AD and LeBron, like, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta get on it right away. The energy gotta be there right away. I feel like the energy wasn't there. I feel like the whole game, last game, it was like, all right, let's see if we can, if we can't get there, if we get a little scary, we just gonna sit everybody down and we'll just wait to go back home. And I feel like that was tough. I feel like they should have came in the last game with the type of energy. I feel AD did, but everybody else, you know, they was just wasn't making shots. So uh, I just think LA just can't let them out. I'm gonna stick with the Warriors. Because that was my initial pick, but LA can't let him out of LA. If I'm like, all I know is this is game six, and we all know who and what game six Clay has been able to achieve and accomplish. So you got to be thinking about that. Game six Clay is a real thing, and you already know that this stuff is, is, is 30, 40, 50, waiting to happen whenever something spectacular, something special. So that's why you don't want to. You don't want to let this thing continue to creep and creep and creep. You want to try and put the muzzle on this and then throw that in the old cellar. That series over with and, and try and get it done. But we're going to see, man. Like you said, the champions are champions, and these dudes been through it many, many times before, and, and you know, they're they not going to be an easy out. But we got some NBA news, man. We got some NBA news. The all-NBA teams have been announced. I want to hear your opinions. Yeah. I want to hear your opinions. Third team, Julius Randle, LeBron James, Demonis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, Dame Lillard. Second team, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Nikola Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Steph Curry. 
first team, Giannis, Jay Tatum, Joel Embiid, SGA, and Luca. What are your thoughts, Black? I, I hate the voting process, and I hate how they do awards. Like, um, sometimes they get them right, sometimes they don't get them right. What did they get right or wrong here? I like Stay Alexander's first team All NBA. I felt he posed been most improved too. You know, he went from like 21, 22 points to 31 points a game and first team All NBA. If that's not most improved, he was my pick. I don't most know, improved as well. I don't know what's most improved. You know what's surprising me about the whole list is that with the new collective bargaining agreement. LeBron, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler, and I think one more guy wouldn't have played 60 games. They didn't play 60 games this year, so they wouldn't have been eligible to be on the first team, right. I mean, to be on the all-NBA team. So that's going to be interesting for years to come. And I feel like the this era, they did that by not playing as many games as they play. That's what they created. So now exactly. we're going to see some stuff that – <laughs> we gonna be looking at like, man, how did they make it, or how did this person make it? Because the person might not have been ill, they might have played fifty nine games, and now you're not eligible to make all uh, NBA. John Morant really surprised me. Like, I understand why he didn't make it. You get penalized for it when you do the things that you do in this league, but. uh that was just a surprise of him not making it. I hate him. He had to put forty million down just for not making it. So, uh, but I said, but outside of that, I think the list is kind of great, man. I like the names on the list. Shout out to LeBron James. You're twenty, making all NBA. Straight up, still repping it. Do you agree? I'm. I don't think. I'm not sure that I agree. Matter of fact, I'm sure I don't agree with. The the supermax, the thing that triggers the supermax is if you make all NBA, and this is why I don't totally agree with it. All NBA is voted by you know columnists and and reporters and beat writers and things like that. They yeah. may or may not like you. Yeah. Personal problems with me and my personality shouldn't affect or impact the actual product that I put out there on the court and the, the service that I provide for my team. And that shouldn't, one shouldn't impact the other. My performance is where it is. If I perform at an all NBA level, I shouldn't have to worry about whether X, Y, or Z, or Jane, or Joe Doe like me or not. Yeah. I'm being, this is, the all NBA is based on the best basketball players in the NBA. If it's a side caveat that says people have to like me too, now I'm not I'm not co-signing anybody being an asshole or or anybody just not being a good person. But the facts are sometimes people still just don't like somebody, or they might not have liked something that somebody had you know has done or something for, or whatever. That shouldn't impact how I'm gonna be viewed as a player and how you gonna you know like. If I'm gonna be part of this list or part of this collective, I'm I'm there regardless. But like when I don't get awarded that, now you're gonna say in my contract I can't get this because I nah, bro. 
y'all got like we got we got to change something somewhere in there i definitely agree with it but i feel like this generation created that narrative of what's going on right now like this generation created the narrative of like you got to make all nba to get supermax they created the, the, the narrative of guys not playing and guys sitting out so many games for knickknack injuries and not putting the work in during the regular season that the NBA wants you to be on the floor with for the fans. Well, I'll say so that. That's the build I feel up. like it came to this. You know, I agree with you. I don't like that because you don't like me. That means, and I didn't put all NBA work in, that, that means that you won't vote for me or you won't rock with me. But like I say, the new collective bargaining agreement is is create is created for this narrative of guys not playing. I don't like guys because they're not playing or they're not putting that many games in. Yeah, when they play, they kill, but they're not putting that many games in. So, I definitely agree with you on that. I just uh, this is the dice they roll. So now we gotta live with it for the what the next five to ten years is gonna be like this. How uh, how long the collective bargaining agreement was agreed to? But see, this is this is how it goes. I don't even think it's per se this you know it's just like when you when we when we came in the league right you had the nike contracts remember everybody get mm -hmm. whatever just shoot contracts period not just like we had nike but just shoot contract when you got the shoot contract it was what it was boom you got it then you saw people start getting like having injuries being out for the year this then the third and they got big contracts and all this. Then, as the years went on, they started saying, well, they started putting little caveats. Well, like, you in the shoe contract, you got to play X amount of games, right? All mm -hmm. that did was spilled over to the league. And I don't want – I can't fully say that it's this generation's fault because everything is always that trickle-down effect. What's happening now is going to trickle down. We've been talking about it for five, six years. Like, look, they doing this. Watch what happened when that CBA come. They ain't about to just yeah. sit here and watch. And, and now oh, you got different stipulations out. being put in. Same thing. Thing that's happening now. Like, I do, I hope, and I think it will get changed on this whole Supermax All-NBA thing thing. But as mm. far as, like, the, the games play thing, that is absolutely – a trickle down from from all of that mm -hmm. that's been going on since load management has come into play and all of that that is mm -hmm. a complete complete domino effect from that and that, that's what you can expect to continue and that's why they add this and that's why they added the supermax to us so if you guys want it the way you want it just play your game you're gonna play a certain amount <laughs> of game and to get that money to get that extra 40 50 million if you don't care then you don't care yeah and it's you sad know? it's I know. sad like you say i it's no question about it and, and the organizations, I, I guarantee the Grizzlies don't have a problem with not giving John the, the extra 40, because now a... they got extra 40 million. They got an extra 40 million to, to sit here and, and give to somebody else to help build their team. And it's boxing it in, though. Like, now next year it'll be, you know, it's positionless. For, you know, it won't be like two guards, a center, two forwards. Like, next year it could be five guards on first team or five centers or five whatever. So that's – Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who do you think got snubbed? I mean, John Morant is the first easiest name you could throw out there. Anthony Edwards. It's, it's guys you could throw out there, but, like, okay, well, when you look at – You thought Anthony Edwards snubbed? I thought Anthony Edwards was an All-NBA. I thought Jalen Brunson should have been All-NBA. Mm-hmm. That's just me, bro. I'm just, you know – but that's why I say, like, when you – from a CBA part and from a being a player part, like, if you're going – box me in to like that's 15 dudes that could get it that's minimizing mm -hmm. it 
You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For like league wide, like that's minimizing, that's putting the cap. It's like only certain this many dudes could be that. Yeah, which I think that's dope, though. I think that's dope. That's that separate the boys from the men. I'm cool with that. I want my peers and coaches to be the guys that do it. Yeah. In a certain way. And I know that that ain't going to just weed out because you still going to have favorites and popularity and likes and dislikes within that. But at least with that, it's like these are people that's doing this every day with me. Like they they in the same grind I'm in. It's not, and that's no disrespect to the media. We are part of media now. But like, and I can say that because being a player and not being a player, I'm not doing what the hell they doing no more. So I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? Like I know what they had to do to do it. And I'm not doing that right now. So I shouldn't have that power to, to make or break them on an all-NBA team. That's just my opinion. Yeah, talk. yeah no, that's real talk. I feel that. That's a tricky system. Yeah, dog. It's crazy. Because John Morant, like, who going to, like, he's a Supermax player, bro. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. I did. I get it. He made some mistakes this year. And he, you know, he did his he did his time and had to do everything that came with it and deal with that. But you're not telling me that he not, like, top you whatever. You play all-NBA ball please. this year. He gonna be on every commercial, everything like when the, when the NBA playing, all of that. Like he gonna be on there, yeah. Unless they trying to do something different that we don't know about, he better be on there. <laughs> Straight up, Straight up. Random stat of the week, bro. Most combined points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game in the second round series in the history of the game. At one, you got the captain Kareem in 1977. He was at 60.1. This season, 2023, the Joker is at 58.0. Uh -huh. The third highest, we're only doing the top three. The third highest is MJ in 1990, had 57. Just, uh -huh. just that's pointing out how spectacular the Joker and the Nuggets have been. After yeah. getting no respect coming into the playoffs, Joker has been nothing short of dominant, phenomenal, whatever you want to label it as. And the Nuggets have been right there with them as a supporting cast, and they've been balling, bro. So we got to we gotta put think, some respect on the Nuggets lane, man. I think, Coach I think Joker, and everybody. Joker's going to be one of them guys at the end of his career. You're going to see all the guys he played against praise him and say how good he is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, – the eye test. When you see him, it don't look pretty. It don't look flash. He don't high fly dunks. He don't make the spectacular shots and all that stuff. It look kind of slow and, and lazy looking. He's one of the most efficient players in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? What he brings to the table, he brings a lot. And he just don't get the proper respect that he deserves. And um, like I say, uh, TV-wise, he might not be on all the commercials. You might not hear him talking all the time or, or none of that stuff. But when he's done and playing, the, the the stats and stuff that he didn't put his name on, some of the some of the lists he didn't put his name on on the side. Come on, man. You, you're on the list right now with Kareem and Mike. Boy. At, at center. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, if he'd have got that like, third MVP, he would have been on another super short list. But he's still he on a super been, short list with back-to-back yeah. -back MVP. Back-to-back -back MVP. So uh, I think he's going to get the, really the credit he deserved once he stopped playing because everybody who he played against in this era gonna going to really praise him and say that, like, man, he's, he's one of them and he's one of the best ever. So shout-out to the Joker, man. 
No doubt, man. Hey, that's a wrap, man. We, you know, we got these games tonight. We're going to be right back tapping in with y'all. We, we here all playoffs long, man. All playoffs through the finals. We're going to be here chopping it up with y'all, giving y'all our opinions, man. Holler at us, send us y'all questions on Twitter and everything like that. I got a shout about, out. I'm about to get to your shout outs, Black. I'm just trying to tell yeah. people to shout out at us so we can get back at them, maybe. We might answer their questions up on one of these tap ins. You feel me? Now, okay. go ahead with your shout out, the Blackest One. Man, shout out for Jason Tatum, St. Louis boy, the perseverance to have three points in three quarters and still stick with it and then start hitting all the big shots that your team need to win the game. 16 points in the fourth quarter to push it to a game seven. Man, like, man, shout out to Jason Tatum, man. That was hard. Way to stick with it, a way to believe in yourself to even take them shots after you didn't only made three points and you didn't miss like eight shots in three quarters. So shout out to Jason Tatum, man. Yeah, go black shout out. I gave like three shout outs during the whole situation, so I'm not gonna do another one now. But we'll be at y'all, peace. All right, I wanna thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads Podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.